Welcome to the Book Smarts Business Podcast. Conversations with business expert authors to learn about the author, their expertise, and to help you find your next read. And now, here's your host, best-selling author and CEO of Influence Network Media, Jody Brandsetter. Katrina, thank you so much for being a part of the Book Smarts Business Podcast. I'm excited to hear about your book, Steal Your Skills from Corporate. But before we dive into the book, tell us a little bit about you and your expertise. Sure. So, of course, I'm a best-selling author of Steal Your Skills from Corporate, but I'm also an entrepreneur coach, and I coach on the mindset it takes to transition from employee status to becoming a new entrepreneur, what I like to call the CEO of your life. I love CEO of life. That sounds great. Entrepreneur, best-selling author. That is fantastic. Congratulations on that. We'd love to know why you decided to write a book. Well, I spent 30 years in corporate insurance, 30 years. So I had this enormous amount of skills that I didn't even realize I had until I was laid off in 2017. So once laid off in 2017, I know for sure that I didn't want to go back to corporate because I started so early in my career, but I did want to do, I wanted to do something that was more fulfilling to me, what I thought would be more fulfilling to me. So I started, you know, tampering with being an entrepreneur or kind of put one foot out there. And what I learned is when I do networking events, there was a lot of things that I learned being in corporate that I could actually help people with. And I did, I helped them with it. And at one point I just said, hey, I just want to take everything that I've learned and put it in one place for people. I didn't think about book sales. I didn't think about credibility. I didn't. Th- I just wanted one place to house all of these things that I was teaching people. And that was my book. A book is such a great way to scale yourself versus trying to talk to every single person on the planet, right? You can hand a book over. They they have Katrina in a book form. So tell us a little bit more about the book. You know, if you could sum up the book in a couple sentences, what would it be? Yeah. So it's called steal your skills from corporate, but a lot of times people get caught up in the word corporate. What I can say is that corporate is a metaphor for life. So over time, we have skills that we have either acquired through work, we've acquired being at home. Here's the best one example I like to use. There are people who maybe had to stay home from their career because they wanted to take care of their family. They wanted to raise their family. They wanted to do these things, but they don't realize that they actually have skills other people may not have. Perfect example. Have you ever seen those reality shows where the people go in and reorganize everybody's closet and it looks beautiful and you're looking at all of the beautiful things in their kitchen that's organized. I can't do that. That's their skill. So they use that skill to build a business. And that's what I'm telling people, whatever skill you had. So if you were a soccer mom, I was a swim mom and you were asked to do concessions or make plans for like, you know, your child to go overnight somewhere. These are skills people are asking you because you're good at it. So take everything that you're good at and you can bring it together and create your own career. So in my book, I have eight steps to developing that. Once a person comes to me with the career they have in mind, what I do is take them through eight steps. The first step is to actually identify their skills. What is the skill that we're going to use that help you move forward and help you build that career that you're trying to build? And with that comes your messaging. How are you identifying yourself? Let's craft a message for you. The second thing is goal setting. Once you set a goal and you do it the right way, you'll always be able to go back and use that as a tool. The third thing is, I like to say this all the time, you can't see the big picture if you're always in the picture. So step back and take a look at your business and see what do you need to succeed? What is my business foundation? And that could be, I need an attorney. 
attorney. I could, I need a um, podcaster. It could be anything, whatever you need as the foundation for that business, because you are running a business. So that would be three. Step four would be get a mentor. A lot of times I will tell people that you have to have mentors in your space, especially transitioning from an employee to an entrepreneur. You're in a world by yourself at that point. So you need some people to help you move forward. Number five would be networking. Network, network, network. I found you through networking. And you find so many other people who are trying to do the same thing that you're doing and trying to reach the same goals that you're trying to reach. Why not run together? Number six would be marketing. What we're doing now is marketing. We always are doing marketing. All that pretty stuff you see on the internet and on Instagram, Facebook, all that pretty stuff is marketing. And then you I go into number seven, which is personality. So actually you have to have a certain EQ level and EQ is an emotional IQ to kind of deal with being an entrepreneur. And I help people realize that through like a personality assessment. And last but not least is my eighth step. And that's after we figured out all of that stuff before, let's figure out how to set boundaries on ourselves. And that's time management. Time management is nothing more than setting a boundary so that you can do the things you wanted to do as an entrepreneur, which is spend more time with your family, do the things that you love to do and and keep things moving in a positive way so that you won't get burnt out. That was so much good information, Katrina, and so many things that I'm like nodding my head at because as an entrepreneur, all those steps are so vital to keeping yourself excited about being an entrepreneur. Cause like you said, you're alone almost all the time when you're like a solopreneur, but then also it really talks about some of the things that you probably need to do consistently. So you have to constantly be goal setting. Um, you have to be, you know, marketing, you have to be focused on time management to make sure you can get everything done. I think a lot of of us entrepreneurs have so many great ideas coming out of our head, but that doesn't mean we should do all those ideas. Talk a little bit more about the emotional IQ. What are some of the things that you look for, you know, when you're looking at a person who wants to be an entrepreneur that you want to see within that? So you have to realize that when my company is called the corporate breakup for a reason. So my company, the corporate breakup really mimics a personal breakup. When you have, let's say a personal breakup with a friend, a spouse, or, you know, whoever is really close to you, there's a separation. And that person may go through anxiety, anger, like everything that a person would do as grief, they will go through. So the same thing happens when you become an entrepreneur or when you break up from a company. For me, I was laid off. I know we're in the middle of the great resignation now where people are actually quitting, but you still have a separation of some type happening. So what that emotional IQ is helping me understand is that how long are you going to stay in that space where you feel unworthy, you feel like everything is happening to you that doesn't feel that good, like you're pulling against something and there's some resistance in there. How do we move you from that. So I do have an acronym that I like to use. It's moves. And it's just going through, you know, a mindset set. That's the M. And then we go through owning your own title, valuing your relationships, evaluating your money. And then the last thing is the most important to me, and that's share your story. So M-O-V-E-S and the S is for share your story. This become very vulnerable. So that emotional IQ is basically to see where you are mentally right now? How do you respond to certain things? Because that gives you an idea of where you, how, what type of person you will be working as an entrepreneur. Are you going to let things upset you? Are you going to, because there's a lot you go through as an entrepreneur. There's a lot of emotion that you go through. And I just want people to understand it's okay. We're all going through it. We're all going through it together at different levels. And that's where those mentors really come into play. 
I love that because my entrepreneur journey is a little different than yours. I, I left my organization. I, I, cho- I made that decision to go away from corporate into that entrepreneur side, but I had all those emotions then going a different route to that entrepreneur piece because, you know, when you, when you work with people, they become family, they become part of your day to day. How are you going to deal with not having them there? You know, especially in corporate, right? Like they're all disposable. It sounds bad saying that, but in HR, you know that, you know, you leave, someone takes your job and everything keeps going. So you have to be able to accept even that, that you, you weren't as special as you thought you were in your corporate job. And now you have to, now you have, you're kind of the person who has to do everything. And that can be very trying. And Jody, I like the way you say you have to accept that you're no longer there and, you know, someone else is in your spot because a lot of people struggle with that. They're like, why did I get let go? Or as soon as I left, they did this to me. You know, as soon, you know, they go through that whole thing because you do and you want to feel like you're special while you're there, but they're just rolling through the next people. They have a go- they have goals to hit. Corporate is not, you know, they're, they're not slacking on filling in spots. <laughs> entrepreneurs to be stepping back saying, is this, is corporate my thing or not? It's corporate my thing. Yeah. And I, I, think when I, you know, when I introduce myself and I tell people, I actually took my skills and married it to my entrepreneur spirit to become an entrepreneur coach, because I did, that's exactly what I did. I, I knew working in corporate, I still had an entrepreneur spirit. How did I know? Because I wanted to, you know, I wanted to create things. And even in my role, I wanted to create different things and work a different way. I had my own goals and I had company goals. So that's a little bit of entrepreneurship. So I just took the two and married them together to create my own. And it just became more fulfilling. Absolutely. Now, I love that you started when you introduced yourself. You said, I'm a best-selling author because I love saying that about myself too. When you look at writing your book and, and getting to that point, what are some successes that you're so that you are proud of from deciding to, to write that book? things just opened up. And I I did start off my conversation by saying, I never even thought about the book. I just thought about housing my information. But once it hit bestseller, I started to learn very quickly that people out there enjoy what I have to say, or they're looking for that knowledge, or how did she do it? And that's why I think that vulnerability part is so important. But what I learned from that is all of a sudden, you know, people wanted to talk to me, how did you do that? What do you want to do? How are you going to what's your next move? People actually want to know what is the what are the steps to get there? I didn't know that I didn't know you have to go through that. And especially with the the marrying of the emotion part, right? Because nobody talks about that. And that's the reason I have the corporate breakup because when you break up with someone else, they may come over with wine or tequila, or they may come over with ice cream or something that helps you soothe that feeling that you're going through. Um, and they'll tell you to take time, relax and sit back and, um, you know, work on yourself. When you break up from corporate, they're just like, that girl needs to find another job. So you don't get the full support of that. But what I learned is writing this book, helping it just helped me get to the next step. And I think it's because I did not have any resistance around writing it or what I wanted to do with it. I just wanted to be a, be able to coach people. That's why I had the most success with it. I never looked to say, I'm going to have X amount of book sales. I'm going to have, I never looked at that stuff. And it just became presented itself quicker than if I would had a goal and said, Hey, I want to do this and I want to do that. And I just felt like I would have set myself up for failure thinking that way. 
So the book has opened up doors for me to do podcasts, for me to do magazine writing, for me to do instructions, you know, at colleges and being an instructor in schools. Like it opened up doors for me to do stuff that I had never imagined. Katrina, I think that's exactly what someone should be thinking about if they're going to write a book. It's not the book sales. It's what can that book do for you and your audience? And then how do you use that book to get in front of your audience? So the podcast, the writing, and all that's doing is giving your audience more content to help them be successful. So a lot of times I think people think of this as being a selfish reason is to get out there and and get on podcasts when actually, no, it's, it does provide you that opportunity to get in front of that audience and give them hopefully a few tidbits of ideas or examples or or reasons to maybe pick up the phone and call Katrina and say, "I, I need your help. Yeah, absolutely. 2020 pushed me in a way that I didn't even expect for myself. And when I started getting a couple of clients that were overseas, like in another country, then I'm like, my word is out there some kind of way. I think we were talking off air and I told you that, you know, I am, this is December. So I'm at about 75 interviews now. At first I was looking for interviews and then interviews started finding, looking for me. So podcast interviews I'm speaking of. So it's always great to be able to sell yourself or tell your story to others because you just know, never know who you may reach. Well, I want people to be able to connect with you after this podcast. So Katrina, can you let us know what's the best way to connect with you and what's the best way to buy Steal Your Skills from Corporate? Sure. So I am on all social media platforms as K Roddy. Roddy's my last name. So K-R-O-D-D-Y 6-5 on every social media platform. And to buy my book, it's on Amazon. So you can go to Amazon and just type in Katrina Roddy. I have a couple of things out there that you can find. Fantastic. Katrina, I will put all that in the notes of the podcast. Thank you so much for being a part of the Book Smarts Business Podcast. Jody, thanks for inviting me. I loved it. Thanks for listening to the Book Smarts Business Podcast. Make sure you subscribe to the show and share this episode with a friend. In the meantime, join our business author community where you can connect with other business authors and learn about becoming an author at authors.influencenetworkmedia.com. Until next time.